Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Gindel, and on today's wonderful episode, I'm speaking with the lovely and talented Cynthia McGregor, author of Wisdom from a Happy Woman, Volume 2. Now, Cynthia is an editor, a writer, and who has published over 50 books, and she is still going strong. She has no plan to ever retire and absolutely loves what she does. She's a glass half full person, and there is no one in the world she would want to trade lies with, even though she's a cancer survivor and has faced many other adversities. So if you're ready for some inspiration and wisdom from a happy woman, then stay tuned for this episode of the Daily Authors Podcast with Cynthia McGregor. Hey, by the way, if you're ready to write your book today, you can head on over to writeabookuniversity.com forward slash free and get a free four-lesson video course that'll help you on your journey to writing your book. Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast, a daily podcast all about books and the authors who gave them life. Each episode, your host interviews a new brilliant author as they reveal inside information about their incredible books and inspiring lives. Now, here's your host, Aaron Gendel. Well, thank you so much, Cynthia, for joining me on the Daily Authors Podcast. Really appreciate your time and just wanting to be on the show. So thank you again. We're here to talk about your book, Wisdom from a Happy Woman, Volume 2. Thanks again, Cynthia. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, Cynthia, before we jump into your book, I just wanted to see if you could let the listeners in on your life. Tell them a little bit more about yourself and your work and what you've got going on right now. Well... I live in South Florida with my significant other. I'm long ago divorced, very long ago divorced. (laughs) I'm not a spring chicken, as you can see. Wisdom from a Happy Woman is based on things that I've learned over the years. I have Wisdom from a Happy Woman book one and Wisdom from a Happy Woman book two, and there are also a book three and book four, but they haven't been released yet. They're under contract, but they haven't come out yet. Um, You ask about me and my life. I'm a full-time freelance writer-editor. I do writing and editing for people and for companies. I do all that, well, I almost all matter. I don't do grant proposals because uh, lately I've been approached about several of those and it's a specialized form of writing that I'm not conversant with and I just don't do it. But I'll write almost anything else from a wedding toast to a speech to uh, a, a blog for a company to an ad for a company to, uh, well, you name it. And someone once asked me to write a love letter, but they never got back to me after I said, <laughs> well, send me the money and blah, blah, blah. I never heard from them again. But That's great. I, I write and I edit. I Again, I edit for companies, publishers, and I edit for individuals who either people who want to self-publish their books and wish to have them, of course, properly edited before they put them up for sale, and also people who are going the conventional route and sending their books to either editors or agents and want their books in thick and span condition Uh so that they'll have the best shot at getting accepted. So 
they come to me to get their books edited. And uh, I love my work. I'm well past retirement age and I have no intention what's so freaking ever, ever retiring. <laughs> That's awesome. uh, when I die, they will have to pry my cold, gnarled fingers from the keyboard. <laughs> Amazing. Well, sounds like you're helping a lot of authors and obviously putting out a lot of content yourself that's helping a lot of people. Uh, would you mind jumping into your book, Wisdom from a Happy Woman? And feel free to talk about any of the different volumes, but would you just give us that high level view of, of this uh, style of book that you're writing? Well, uh, Wisdom from a Happy Woman is, it's not in chapters, it's in short bites, not just a paragraph or two, but maybe several paragraphs per each entry, and it's on various things that I've learned over the years and would like to share with my readers as far as uh, ways to be happier. You, I know you, you, you warned me that one of the questions you were going to ask me was a quotation, and if I may quote myself without sounding uh, sure. egomaniacal, one of my oft-repeated statements of myself is there's no one in the world I'd want to trade lives with. And that's the truth. There's no celebrity, no statesman, nobody who I'd rather be than myself. As, as broke as I am, because no matter how hard I work, I don't seem to get caught up financially. But as broke as I am, I just don't want to do or be anything but what I do and who I am. I love my life. Amazing. For the money worries. <laughs> awesome. Adam, I see palm trees in your background. Where are you talking to me? Hey, we're in the same state. Uh, we're over here. I'm over here in the panhandle of Florida. <laughs> ah, and I'm in South Florida, of course. A okay. little bit of ways, but uh, we're neighbors practically, right? <laughs> It's a long drive from where you are to where I am. Are you worried about that storm that's coming? <laughs> no, not too worried. I don't think it's going to be that big a deal. Well, let's, Cynthia, if we could just dive into, the, dive into your book just a little deeper, maybe give the listener a little taste of one of these sections and what you might talk about, what practical information you might provide in these sections. Oh, here's the book. Awesome. <laughs> This is volume two. Be the reason that others believe there is goodness in people. Our world is hurting. Not only are the natural disasters piling up, but people are showing their darker side in everything from senseless murders to politically motivated agitation. The world is coming apart at the seams with violence and vitriol, suspiciousness, name-calling, and race-based and religion-based hate-mongering. It's tough to believe there's goodness in people anymore. And yet, there is. All is not lost. Some people still practice kindness, helpfulness, courtesy, consideration, and the wonderful practice of paying it forward. Are you one of those people? Most of us don't have it in our power to stop the hate-mongering, the fear-mongering, the divisiveness. The most we can do is debate rationally 
with any person we know personally who engages in these odious acts. And in all probability, nothing we say to them is going to make a real difference in their thinking. But if we can't stop the hatred, we can counterbalance it. We can each be an exemplar of goodness and kindness and consideration. We can each obey the biblical command to love thy neighbor. Good advice, regardless of whether you follow the Bible or not. We can each pay it forward. Whenever someone does something nice or kind or good for us, or better yet, don't wait for someone to help you. Help someone else first. We can each live by the golden rule and treat others the way we would wish to be treated ourselves. From little gestures like holding a door for the person behind you to big gestures like offering shelter or food to someone displaced by a fire or other tragedy. From everyday thoughtfulness like giving sincere and unsolicited compliments to major helpfulness like offering rides to a shut-in neighbor, there is much we can each do to brighten the world. We can counterbalance the world's negativity and be a shining light for those who despair that there is no goodness left in the world. Are you in? Commit to starting today. Oh, I love that. From Wisdom from a Happy Woman, Volume 2. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Cynthia. I appreciate Thank you that. for letting me. May I talk about a completely different book from a completely different publisher for a minute? Yes, it was definitely. just released today, awesome. and I jumped. I have a book that was, this is a little background. I have a book that was released a couple of years ago called Heartfelt, the Special Reindeer, and it's a Santa Claus story for little kids. And the protagonist is a special needs reindeer with special powers. And she can look into people's hearts and know what their most heartfelt wish is. <laughs> and I wrote a sequel to that book called The Boy Who Didn't Believe in Santa. And it's a, a follow-on to Heartfelt the Special Reindeer. And it just came out today. Oh, amazing. <laughs> awesome. And Congratulations. Thank you. So I'm excited. Yeah, you should be. That's great. It's a great feeling. <laughs> so let's, let's get back to Wisdom from a Happy Woman. Oh, both books would be available. Well, Wisdom from a Happy Woman is now available on my website. And The Boy Who Didn't Believe in Santa will soon be available. As soon as my webmaster gets it put up on my website. And my website is www.cynthia. MacGregor, that's M-A-C, MacGregor.com, www.CynthiaMacGregor.com. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Now, what's your next question, Aaron? I just wanted to ask one final question about wisdom from a happy woman. wanted to know if there was one thing that the readers could take away from your book, what would that be? I'd like them to take away what I just read. Okay, awesome. I read that in church last Sunday. That's why I have it bookmarked. Perfect. Because uh, I was substituting in the pulpit for the minister who was out of town. 
Okay. And I did my sermon on the golden rule. And in our church, we always read from a book, a passage from a book, usually something metaphysical. It's a metaphysical church. And I decided that I was going to read wisdom from a happy woman. <laughs> and I, since I was speaking on the golden rule, I thought that would be a good passage to read. So Perfect. that's why it. I had it bookmarked. I love it. Yeah. Thanks again for sharing. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the book writing process. Obviously, you have a ton of experience and just like to pick your brain a little bit. A lot of times people I've talked to and, you know, even myself personally, when I wrote my first book, I felt a little bit of fear and doubt. And I wondered with all your experience, do you still feel that at all when you start on a new project to write another book? Or can you think back to when maybe you started earlier in your career, what you might have done to overcome any of that? Well, I don't really get writer's block, Aaron. What I get is sometimes, because I mostly, well, my books for kids are mostly fiction, but my books for adults are mostly nonfiction. I've only written a couple of novels. And so it's not a question of plotting. It's a question of outlining where I'm, pardon me, where I'm going to go and what I'm going to say. And I'm somewhere between what the fictioneers call a plotter and a pantser, I will write out, not a formal outline, but notes about what I want to say throughout the book. And then I'll wing each chapter or each section and take it little by, you know, step by step uh, without planning. And sometimes I get to a point where I don't know what else I want to say about it's not writer's block exactly, but it's just not knowing what else I want to say on the subject of this chapter or this section or whatever. So when I start each new book, I'm always a little bit daunted. I'm always a little bit, oh my God, can I do this again? Do I have another book in me? I've written over a hundred. Do I have another one in me? And I, I always do. I always manage. Some of them come out a little thin, but I manage. But uh, so you just kind of keep going forward and and keep and, pushing myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. What about any other resources or helpful tips you might give to someone who might be aspiring to write a book or any other authors that you know are considering writing another? Well, just plant your tushy in your chair and work on it. Just, you know, there's no magic formula. Plant tushy in chair, plant <laughs> on keys and go for it. That's really all there is to it. If you want to plot it out in advance, whether it's a novel or nonfiction, if you want to plot it out in advance, do so. If you want to take it totally by the seat of your pants, do that. I've done books totally by the seat of my pants. I haven't always done any kind of an outline first. And I've been a, a total pantser on some of them. <laughs> but just tushy in chair, fingers on keys, and go for it. <laughs> Love it's it. The whole bloody thing. Awesome. Well, Cynthia, what about the best part of writing a book for you now, even you know, having published? Like you said, over 100. What, what's still the best part for you now? Holding it in my hands when, the, <laughs> when it's out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This right here, this is my book. This is the best part of it. 
Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great feeling for sure. All right. Well, I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything, Cynthia. If there's anything else you wanted to share, any, or if there's a question that if you were in my shoes, you would have asked yourself, what would that be? Well, you know, I had a list, but I don't have it in front of me, <laughs> and I'm sorry. So uh, I sent you a list. I have a copy somewhere on my computer, but not really <laughs> get to it in two seconds. Yeah, I hear you. I just wanted to make sure you didn't want to share anything else. Well, I, I will share that if anybody who's watching wants help with a book that they have written that they need edited or co-written or anything, I'm, I'm about to co-write with a client in January. I have commitments until then, but I have a, a book waiting for me that she wrote part of and an outline, and I'm going to finish it. So uh, if somebody is in that situation or if somebody needs editing, contact me through my website, www.cynthiamacgregor.com and get in touch with me and we'll talk business, we'll talk money. And if we come to an agreement, I'm in. Awesome. I did find that list, uh, Cynthia. I, I did find a couple questions here I'd like to ask you. What about uh, a favorite book or books that you've written? What would you say those are since you, like you well, said, have written so many? That was Heartfelt, the Special Reindeer that I talked about earlier. Okay. My all-time favorite of the books that I've written. It's just a heartwarming story and it, it gets me. It gets me right here. <laughs> Awesome. And it sounds like you have a podcast as well. Uh, do you yes, mind telling like us a little bit more of that, about that? I'd like you to be on it. Awesome. It, I appreciate um, it. It's from Crimson Cloak Publishing. It's their show, actually, but I produce and host it for them. They're one of my publishers. They're the publisher of Wisdom from a Happy Woman. Not of Heartfelt, but of Wisdom from a Happy Woman. The publisher of Heartfelt is Acute by Design, A-C-U-T-E-B-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N, all written as one word, Acute by Design. They're the publishers of Heartfelt, the Special Reindeer. But Crimson Cloak Publishing has published any number of my books, including Wisdom from a Happy Woman. And um, I do the podcast for them. It's on every Tuesday at 2 o'clock Eastern for an hour. And I have two guests, one from 2 to 2.30 and one from 2.30 to 3. And we go live. And it's, not, it's just audio, not video. But it's also archived. So if you can't tune in at 2 o'clock, you can go to the archives and listen at your convenience. And I'd love to have you on as a guest. I appreciate that. I have openings starting in very late November. Awesome. Well, we'll connect after the podcast here, and I'd love to be on it. Thank you so much. Good. And our, most of our guests are authors, not all, but most. So tell me what you've written. What have you written, Aaron? So I'm working on some others, but uh, I've started writing and published my first book this year, uh, early in January, called Conquest. It's a... Um, nonfiction book about experience I had in overcoming an autoimmune disease and so the practical steps I took 
to sort of heal myself without medication, as well as the mindset changes that had to occur in order to relieve stress and just to be able to put myself in a, a healing place. So that that's my book, Conquest, 10 Simple Steps to Leave a Lasting Legacy. So that's uh, something you can find on Amazon as well. Well, good. You'll have to talk more about it when you get on In the Spotlight, which is the name of the show that I host. Awesome. In I will. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Cynthia. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. It sounds like you've already given your information. Do you have any other, uh, I guess was the last question I was going to ask is what you're up to, I guess, next. You obviously just released a, a book, which is amazing. Um, got, I'm sure you've, you're scheming on some, some new books as well. <laughs> well, first of all, I have another book coming out shortly called Seniorhood Isn't for Sissies. And that's one that I didn't literally write so much as I conceived of it, collected the stories from different people, edited it, and made a book out of it. And it's mostly funny stories, but not totally, having to do with having reached the upper ages. And that's coming out very soon. I don't know exactly when, but very soon. I'm working on a book with someone, uh, which I'm really not at liberty to talk about. I'd love to uh, promote it, but it's a little early. We expect it to be released. We're rushing it into creation for the the very tail end of December. And uh, the the main author, I'm. It's one of those by so and so with so and so. I'm the with. And the main author, it's his story, uh, nonfiction, of course, uh, already has uh, a booking on Dr. Phil's show. Wow, awesome. And um, that'll be out by the end of the year. And I'm working on it feverishly right now. And I have a book that I helped someone else write that I have to go back and edit when I get done with this one. And then I have a client, and I'm under a non-disclosure agreement, but I have a prospective client. We haven't shaken hands on it yet, but Mm -hmm. we're supposed to. A life story that's fascinating and that I'll be editing. He'll be writing it and I'll be editing it. And then I have this other book that I told you about a few minutes ago where the author has written part of it and then done an outline and I have to take the book from there and flesh it out and give it life. And then I have a former client for whom I have ghostwritten a number of books and he wants me to ghostwrite another book for him. And I told him he was going to have to wait till the new year because I'm jammed but uh, that's coming up too so uh you're busy you're busy (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah i like to keep busy i like to keep busy all right cynthia well thank you again appreciate you being on the show i thank you for all your time and continuing to do all the work that you are doing and getting books out there and helping other authors share their stories as well thank you aaron you do the same Thanks for listening to the Daily Authors Podcast. Be sure to visit dailyauthors.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content.